Welcome back to another episode of Let's Have a Sip. I'm your host, Sean Drinks. How's it going, Noelle? Hey, Sean. It's going great. How are you doing today? Good. Got you on here. It's a good day, so. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I know we had to uh, reschedule a couple times, but it's all good. We did. I'm so sorry. Thanks for being flexible. No, I'm always flexible with what I'm doing, so I can work around. I appreciate it. Can work around everyone's schedule, so. Cool. Love it. All good. Well, happy to be here today. My boys are down. My husband is on parenting duty, so I am good to go. Oh, you're feeling good then. You don't have to worry about. I'm feeling good. I know. You don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to worry about shit. It's 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 all good. Maybe a little bit, but not not. He's got this. He's got this. Cool. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's fine. He'll be all right. So, Noel. Yeah. I didn't know this until recently, but uh-huh. Courtney, Courtney, for everyone listening, uh, my fiance, uh, told me that your dad is like one of like the top in like plastic surgeons in Dallas or something. Yeah, he is an incredible plastic surgeon. He specializes in facial reconstruction. Um, he does some body work, but he really is a master of his craft. And, um, you know, he's really in his prime right now. He's booking out until through March or April of next year. And he's awesome. He, you know, he's the one who told me when I was little, said, I think you're going to be a, a really great nurse one day. I said, I'm not going to be a nurse. Yeah, right. I'm going to do fashion design or interior design. And well, he was right. Um, And I've had the um, honor of working with him um, while I was finishing up nurse practitioner school. He is, I'm obviously partial, but his results are unlike anyone else's. Um, He's really incredible at what he does. Okay, cool. Yeah, because whenever she had mentioned that, me, meeting Courtney, um, mm-hmm. I was I was like, that's pretty cool. I had no idea. So yeah, uh, I, I know that you're and correct. Correct me on my pronunciation because I might butcher sure. this, but you're that's a fine. you're a board certified adult uh, gerontologist or something. Yeah, like gerontology. Okay. Yes. So what exactly nurse, is that? nurse nurse practitioner? So. I was a registered nurse. I went back and got my master's degree um, to become an adult gerontology nurse practitioner. So, um, and I specialize in primary care. So I can see um, adolescents and older. So about 13 years and older. um, For And the cool thing about being a nurse practitioner is you can specialize really in almost anything. For me, I can't do pediatrics, but um, my love has been internal medicine. Um, my background as a nurse was oncology palliative care and considered getting back into that, but um, I've really developed a love of aesthetics along with primary care. Um, probably my background working with my dad um, has brought that out, but yeah. Um, so I, 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 that's what I do. Okay. I got you. Mm-hmm. So do you ever have like, like super crazy things happen while you're at work? Cause I think, um, oh, like, yeah. does, does the cat lady sound familiar? Does the that cat- ring a bell? Oh, there's always a cat lady, no matter which practice you mean, like where they 
have a, a really lo- deep love for cats and they're always either getting bites or scratches or is that kind of where you're going with the cat lady? So Courtney had mentioned to me that there was like some sort of horror story that had to do with um, some cat lady. She did, she was just like, I'm not going to tell you. You need to ask her. And I'm like, okay. So I've had a couple of cat incidents. Um, you know, some people who really, really love their animals or um, trap um, feral cats or, and yep, sometimes they're frequent flyers. It comes in waves. Uh, but I've had, I've had a, few cat ladies and, and gentlemen in the past okay yeah all right I'll, i was thinking it was like something like their i'm face trying got- to think of a story cat lady i don't know was it on an aesthetics i don't know i just thought right? it was like i thought it was something crazy like where their face got reconstructed to look like a cat or something like i don't know but well there I, there was there's this billionaire heiress where she kind of looks like a cat lady and she's kind of known she's known kind of the poster for bad plastic surgery you know okay. and when people think of plastic surgery they think of right oh yeah um or really accentuated lips and but you know good plastic surgery no one knows that you've had anything done it looks like you've come back refreshed from a really great trip or no one can quite put their finger on what's going on, but you just look really good. What would you say? What would you (laughs) say to someone like myself, which I don't Mm -hmm. think that I would ever want to get it, you know, never say never, but what would you say to someone like myself that would be like, you know what? Um, plastic surgery. I don't need that. Even though I may have like a million wrinkles or whatever. Mm And they call bullshit on it. They're like, eh, that's bullshit. I don't want it. What would you say to them? That's great. You know, it's what makes you confident and what makes you feel good about yourself. And, you know, beauty is inside out. And I'm a really strong believer of preventative care, primary medicine. That's what I do. So, you know, diet, exercise, stress management, sleep. I think those are the pillars for good health and it really affects our inward and outward beauty and health. Um, I never push plastic surgery on anyone. You know, if someone comes in for cosmetic injectables, Botox, um, um, filler, enhance the cheeks, the jawline, the lips, um, smoothen out any wrinkles, creases, you know, I, I let them look in the mirror and say, what do you see? Mm-hmm. Usually they'll highlight oh, I don't like these wrinkles right here. Or, oh, my lips are really too small. I really, you know, the first thing I usually see is, wow, you have incredible eyes. Wow, you have really great structure and a really beautiful canvas. Um, you know, it's, if you're like, oh, no, I don't want any plastic surgery. You are perfect the way you are and that God made you is what thank, I believe. Thank you. You're, thank a handsome, you. I appreciate- you're a handsome man. I appreciate but if it. There's something that somewhat it really bugs someone. Um, you know, something a deficit they were born with. They were born with a, a cleft lip and they need a little filler to help even it out. They were born, they have you now had an injury and had some indentation where able to put a little filler in there and smooth it out. So that's not the first thing they see. And, you know, something that gives them insecurities when they take pictures or going out. Awesome. I'm there to help. You know, everyone is individualized and it's really meeting your needs 
but there are always boundaries to what people ask me to do too. So awesome. yeah, that's, a long, that. that's a long question, answer to your question, but I, I, I love that answer. That was wonderful. Cause I was kind of like being, I was intentionally being an asshole to see what you would say about it. So oh, no, you're fine. Okay. I don't think you're, I don't think you're an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I like that answer. Yeah. So, uh, what, Thanks, I appreciate do, it. what do you know about, and do you all actually work with this telomere caps? Does, do you know exactly what that is? I don't. Tell me a little yeah. more. Well, I'm not a scientist or anything, but um, I think it has something to do with like the aging process. So okay. I, I guess every human has what's called telomere caps. And I guess mm -hmm. as they shorten, that's, oh, that's okay. pretty much you aging. So I didn't sure. know if y'all, so you said that y'all have like uh, anti-aging or I, I may have thought that you said that, but anti-aging, like medicines or procedures that y'all do. do, correct? Okay. Absolutely. You know, at um, our, the aesthetic spa I work at, Skin Bar, um, separate from my dad's plastic surgery um, center, he is the medical director of Skin Bar, but um, we do uh, medical grade skincare. Um, we have some really incredible skin line, skincare lines, Zio, um, and revision, just to name two. And, you know, there are peptides and different cutting edge ingredients that really enhance and slow down that aging process. Um, collagen builders um, helping to, and ingredients that can help smooth out those fine lines. You know, sunscreen obviously is a great preventative tool because that is going to speed up the aging process inside and, and out. Um, but yeah, those are just a couple of the things that we do. Um, there's also um, some great injectables, Sculptra, that help to rebuild the collagen. And so we can't stop the aging process, um, but we can help slow it down and even rebuild some of the um, product collagen elastin that's lost over time. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, I, I find stuff like that super interesting. I just don't know a lot. Absolutely. About it, so. You know, and they're yeah. doing a lot with lasers and, you know, different light frequencies. And I mean, I focus on the cosmetic injectables, um, neurotoxins like Botox, Juvo, um, Dysport, fillers, um, Juvederm, um, Galderma products. Um, I am learning so much from our skincare team, from what they're seeing um, with their hands-on um, treatments with our clients. And it real it's it's amazing just science-backed medicine what we are learning and we're always learning. It's the practice of medicine, right? But yeah. it's same applies for skincare. So I'm not an expert there, but I'm learning a lot and going through the aging process myself. Um, I'm 33. I'm young, but definitely things change. Um, hormones are a big one too. And I'm getting into bioidentical hormones and starting to learn about those because it's a big part of the aging process as well. Okay. Yeah. I, um, mm -hmm. I need to start exfoliating. That's something I don't do. So, Hey, from here, your skin looks great, but 
I just got my husband really great products from uh, Zanabaji Zio Skincare. And, you know, it's more steps. And I like to keep things simple. You know, I don't know about you, but I don't usually have more than a couple of minutes to get ready in the morning before I'm out the door. Um, life is busy. I don't want to spend all my time putting on products, but there's certain products that really the juice is worth the squeeze. Um, but you know, a good cleanser, um, making sure a good exfoliant is a really good idea to do a couple times a week, a good, um, sunscreen. And I just got my husband a really great vitamin C, um, product and that helps a lot as well. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to, mm-hmm. add, once we get off here, I'm going to have to I'll, get, send, like, I'll send you, I'll send you some, some good stuff. Yeah. Cause like there's days whenever I'm looking at in the mirror, like maybe like yeah. whenever I'm getting ready for work or whenever I come back and I'm like, sure. Oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, I'm getting gray hairs. I'm too young for this shit. So no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. And you know, it's genetics, stress. Yep. It's, um, it's all a part of the aging process. So it's how it's, it's, it's balancing that mind, body, spirit, and there's no such thing as balance always. Right. And so I really believe, yes, good quality products are awesome. Um, we're a lot of times treating on the back end, um, whether it's in primary care or aesthetics, you know, treating the damage, treating the chronic disease. So having a good defense with diet, exercise, sleep and stress management, like I mentioned earlier, it makes all the difference. But we're human and things happen and we're not going to be perfect. And, you know, it's progress, not perfection. And my belief is it's okay if we kind of fall off track. It happens. But it's finding the motivation of what's going to keep you more consistent. And I feel like that's where I really um, excel as a nurse practitioner is finding that motivation, finding what tugs on someone's heartstrings to help motivate them to reach their highest potential, their, their best health, mind, body, and spirit. And it's just, it's, it's finding that balance. It's kind of tricky. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because I mean, it's, it it all just boils down to discipline because you're going to have, for lack of a better word, you're going to have that like inner B word, if you will, in your head saying like, Oh, just go eat that donut or, Oh, go drink that beer, which I'm drinking some right now. Um, but instead of going to, for that walk or going to the gym or something like that. So, cause like Courtney earlier was like, Hey, let's go walk the dogs. And I was like, I don't want to go, Yeah, but we, we we went anyway, but I kind of, we took the short way around the block to come back, but then she went back out to go work with yeah. our, or go walk with our neighbor. She was like, that wasn't good. So. Move, movement is medicine. I'm having a really hard time with motivation to work out. My diet's off track. You know, I don't feel I'm doing the best I can right now. You know, school just restarted. Um, it's hotter than heck out there. You know, if I have to get things done in the morning or else I'm toast. I turn into a pumpkin at six. Yeah. It's all I can do to put, I do. I really, really do. You know, pumpkin orange is what I'm wearing. And that's what I'm going to be at 6 p.m. tonight. But I know that I'm a better human. I'm a better mom. I'm a better partner when I get back into the swing of things. Um, so I'm human. 
I get off track, you know, and I know the tools for the toolbox to pull it back in before I let it all go too. So you're getting ready for your wedding. Is there anything that you're doing um, to kind of get back into a regimen? You know, it's hard. It's, you know, what do you think is affecting your, what are your obstacles of kind of getting out there and walking the dog and um, tell me about your health journey? Yeah. So I was really big into the bodybuilding world for like seven years. I don't know if Courtney or or I mentioned it. Yeah. So I like it was um it, it got it was it was fun, but it got to the points where like a lot of my relationships would would spoil and it was all mm-hmm. my fault. I was very aware of what I was doing because I was okay. very very focused on going to the gym. Okay, gotta sure. make sure I get my meals in, gotta make sure I drink my water. Okay, no, I'm not going out to the bar or no, I'm not sure. going out to go eat at this restaurant because I need to make sure I'm following my nutrition. So yeah. um but you know, ever since I've come here i did kind of fall off the wagon and courtney kind of thinks like oh that was kind of my fault no that's not your fault you don't make my decisions for me so um here recently it was literally literally the day after i proposed to her i was like we've got to get back on track not necessarily just for the wedding but like i i mentally feel in a place that i don't want to want to be and it's you know, when you're working out, you're getting those endorphins flowing, you're feeling good about yourself, you know? So absolutely. But, uh, the biggest thing that I've done was we started using this meal prep company called, uh, Megafit and they, they kind of, um, I don't know how long they've been around, but they're nationwide and, uh, you know, you can customize your meals, whatever, or you can buy their meals that they already have preset on the, um, on the uh, website and okay. that is, that is super helpful because we can just pop them in the microwave or put them Love in the skillet it. and you're good to go. So that's do you feel been like a- there's enough food for you. I know we do factor meals. We really love them. We love snap kitchen. Um, my husband eats more than me. Um, that's something we've kind of struggled with these meal prep is he may not, we have to put more, add more protein, add more veggies to help fill them up. How's the, amount of food so i personally do the customizable meals where you can you know customize your protein your fats your carbs if you will so um it is enough food but i feel like if you don't customize them like well for me i'm gonna be hungry two hours after i eat that's just how i am because like once i kind of i guess revamp my metabolism once I kind of get mm-hmm. those meals in, then like I get hungry more often because I'm okay. working out more and I'm burning more calories and stuff sure. like that. But sure. um no, it's it's been uh it's difficult for me to work out during the week because my schedule is insane. But you work really crazy hours. Yeah, yeah. It so, uh, UPS so what time is, it, so what time it oh I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. What were you saying? You're what time of day like for myself, if I don't work out in the morning, I'm probably not going to get it done. What time are you out the door? Is it possible to do it kind of first thing in the morning or is it no, I'm not going to get enough sleep if I work out before? Um, I, I, I would. So the gym that I go to, which is recess, uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, a mocking close to Mockingbird Station. You know what I'm talking okay. about? Mm-hmm. So um, I think they open at five, which I've never been there at five. but. Um, I have like kind of programmed myself to like make sure I eat a lot of food before I actually work out because sure. I can't, 
I can't work out on an empty stomach. That's just not how sure. I function. Yeah. But um, if I did, I mean, it, it could be feasible for me to work out in the morning and go there for 30, 45 minutes, whatever, and then come back. Uh-huh. But I feel like I wouldn't really necessarily get a lot of sleep. But okay. it's easier for me to work out on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, sure. Sunday. You're a weekend and, warrior. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. But, Better um, than nothing. But, you know, yeah. if there's like even one, two days a week, and it's hard when you're working those hours, but um, I think that, you know, having kids, I'm so tired by the end of the day. And I'm sure working the hours that you're working at the end of the day, you're exhausted. But I, Scott and I try to get in bed by 930, try to lights off by 10. Does that always happen? No. But, you know, and again, I've been off track with my exercise. It's really hard for me to get back into the swing of things. But I know if I can force myself out for the first week or two, um, I'm good. I'm rolling. And so I just have to wrap my head around it, wrap my heart around it, and then get it, get it and go. So I don't know. It's it's worth a try. It sounds like you're doing a really great job and you're taking on this podcast. And But there's always going to be obstacles, right? So it's finding, okay, these are my obstacles. There's always a plan A, plan B, plan C. How are you going to reach your goal, right? We always have excuses and sometimes the excuses are worth it. But if you know you're going to feel better and function better, you know, first your energy is going to be a little bit more drained with early, getting into your new re- uh, regimen, but you're going to feel so much better. I don't know. It just, um, I don't, it, were your hours just a lot better when you were working out? It sounds like you were super disciplined, almost on the pendulum to the other side um, back in the day when you were doing the. Uh, yeah. Well, my schedule was a little bit different. Um, whenever okay. I was in, te- whenever I lived in Tennessee, so I had a little bit more okay. flexibility to be able to, sure. you know, go work out, do whatever it is I needed to do. So, okay. but, um, I got you. you know, you, you make time for what is important to you, you do. At, at the end of the day. So you if do. I, wa- if I wanted to go work out every day, I would, but like, I don't need to do that. Like if I get like yeah. at least three to four days a week, like I'm going perfect. So. Again, it's progress, not perfection. And, you, you know, it's, for some people, it's easy to swing to that perfection route and it's either all or nothing, right? Yeah. But even if it's 15 minutes, like this morning, um, you know, my, my boys were playing outside and they were screaming for mama. But I was like, I got to do this, boys. I pro- I'm almost done. I'm almost done. And I did a 15 minute hit workout outside while they were eating their breakfast and watching Blippi. You know, so there are always workarounds and I'm guilty of not, of letting the obstacles get to me. But, you know, it's, it's sometimes just sitting down and most of us are visual learners. Maybe it's mapping it out. Maybe it's putting in your schedule, committing to it, and then going forward. And if that doesn't work, you find your plan B, your plan C. But anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. You're good. You're good. So I, I have so much respect for females that, um, not only have, you know, X amount of kids or whatever, because I, I can't relate. I don't have kids. So um, I, let me rewind a little bit. So I had a guy that was on here last weekend and uh-huh. um, his name is Maverick. And he, uh, at one point he actually coached uh, Courtney for a while and he specifically oh, and, ex- cool. yeah. and, ex- and exclusively only trains females. And uh, okay. he, it's funny. It's funny. Cause he trademarks himself as the milf whisperer. 
which is kind of funny, but um, so <laughs> yeah, so but, but, but I, I had asked him, I was like, so do you just like exclusively like train females? And he's like, well, now, yes. And he's uh-huh. like, I have trained men in the past, and it's just like I felt like to a degree they were wasting my time. You know, I hmm. he's like, I had, I he's like, I have this um this single mom over here with four kids, and that's not an exaggeration. That's like you know some example that he gave me. I got this single mom wow. with four kids over here actually making progress and then i have this single guy you know not doing shit not making progress and it's like you know again you make time for what is important to you so sure. for, a, for for a single mom to get all that shit done like that's super impressive and I, and oh my gosh single parents single working parents i have so much respect i have no idea i feel like i can barely like manage um having a sweet supportive husband you know, supportive family and friends. You know, we moved back from Houston to um, Dallas, DFW, or Flower Mound um, to be closer to family um, and friends. I have so much respect, single and single working parents. I have no idea, but you're right. It's a it's priorities. Um, what does your, do you have kind of like a morning ritual or a nighttime ritual kind of schedule that you follow that kind of makes you feel more balanced recharge what works well, for you are I'm, you I'm laughing la- i see I'm, you see yeah I'm, I'm, laughing. I'm laughing because i'm thinking about you know what i do because it's kind of funny but um I'm, I'm thinking in my head what i was getting ready to tell you because i'm a hilarious guy at least i think i am you are so, yeah i've seen um, your dance but, skills but <laughs> yeah my uh <laughs> the standing worm or whatever it is yep mm, mm. Um, but <laughs> that's my only move, everybody. That's all. I it's got. a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. It, it works. Um, so my morning routine is me getting up just in enough time to put my clothes on and leave. So that's my morning ritual. Okay. So cool. Um, that's and, a ritual. I get which it needs to change, but that's my morning ritual, and it gives me just enough time to ha- to boost my anxiety so much that I'm like, I'm gonna be late <laughs> for work. This is gonna suck. So, but no, you need um, a hard deadline. You need a really like firm, <laughs> hard deadline to get that, your tush out of bed and you cut it down to the wire. <laughs> and that's, that's what, you know, if it works for you, great. Are there better ways to do it? Probably. Oh, but 100%. Sleep sounds like it's really important to you. Yeah, that snooze button, man, I hit that thing so much, everybody. Like that is my, like, it's a blessing and a curse to have it. I need to stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. My husband, he doesn't do it anymore. Cause I think I, um, oh my gosh, it would drive me nuts. But I think he would set like 10 alarms to get out of bed. And, you know, usually it's, you know, when he's really pushing it at work, he's working super long hours, but I mean, I'll be like, I, I mean, I'll be like, <laughs> get out of bed. Say it, say, say what you I really want to Say what you really want to say. I, I can see you want to say something else. <laughs> oh, I'll save it for your imagination. Okay. But it's it's a it's a cortisol release, right? And there are good and bad cortisol releases, but that snooze button, it gets that adrenaline going and it wakes you up. But then when you kind of fall back asleep, <gasps> and so instead of having that cortisol release when you wake up. The bright lights turn on. You can, if you can kind of visualize the sun rising, overhead lights, get your cup of water or coffee or whatever. That's a good 
cortisol response. And that's what starts your sleep-wake cycle, right? But when mm-hmm. you're going the roller coaster, boom, 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 your body's like, what's going on? And it kind of freaks out. And it just, it doesn't give you good sustained energy th- during the day. And, you know, I hit the snooze button too. I'm not saying, I'm not, I guess I am criticizing, but I'm, I'm not saying that it's not uncommon. Not, I mean, we, we've all done it, but there's different ways to do it and little tweaks that make a big difference. But I mean, is there something that you think would like spark joy and happiness and good energy in the morning other than like working out or, you know, have you ever looked in like meditation or have you ever looked into like a walk around with the dogs or having like your morning, I don't know if you're a coffee drinker, but like or tea drinker, like kind of morning, your morning time. Yeah. So no, I, I love coffee. Uh, I try uh-huh. not to drink it too much just because yeah. so one thing I, sh- I do struggle with a lot. And I've talked about it on here plenty of times, uh-huh. like, you know, anxiety and, you know, sure. caffeine will definitely yes. boost that for me. And, totally. um, but, but <clears throat> I can't say there's one thing in particular in the morning. That's like, okay, let's, this is what, this is what's got me going. It's more so the idea of hard work and seeing the fruits of your labor. So, um, because like it, for me, it takes a lot for me to get mentally stimulated. And, um, like one thing that I actually do at work is that really gets me going, which is Uh kind of putting a plan together and then seeing that be executed and actually Uh work. Doesn't Uh always happen, but because there's so many different variables that happen with, uh, with what I do at work. So, but, Uh um, I think it's more so having a structure and then hitting those goals doesn't necessarily have to be one thing in particular, but I mean, one sure. thing I'm super passionate about is like whiskey. Like that's my jam. And I, I love, love being able to share, you know, what it is that I may have gotten this week with someone that can appreciate what it is. And sure. I, and one thing I'm also doing as well is trying to have a better appreciation for wine. Cause I know Courtney really loves that and I'm trying yes. to get into it, but, but, that's um, so sweet. but yeah. And it's funny. Cause like every time I try to give her some whiskey, she's like, yeah, that tastes like shit. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it, I I think just having um, something that's tangible will definitely help. Like actually writing sure. down what it is that you need to do for that day and then checking yeah. off that list. It doesn't matter if it's like, okay, going to floss today or going uh-huh. to, um, I don't know, iron my shirt, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is. So um, having those little tangible things and actually writing it down to actually Love literally it. make it tangible, like that's, I think that's what would probably help a little bit more, but I don't, I don't do that. So that's okay. Now this might may not be your jam, but uh, Matthew McConaughey, he's really into gratitude and mm-hmm. gratitude journals. Um, and if you're someone who kind of write things, writes things down, both of us are visual learners in some capacity and, you know, I believe in kind of manifestation and kind of getting ready for the day. But um, gratitude journal is my favorite habit. Um, I usually am not a firm believer in New Year's resolutions, but this was mine. And it's something that I've stuck to. You know, we're going into, uh, we're we're in August and something that I've stuck to. But um, this five-minute gratitude journal And you do half of it in the beginning of the day when you wake up and half of it before bed. And it's kind of goals for the day, a positive affirmation. I know it sounds hokey pokey, but some of the most um, people that I look up to, 
um, and some of the most successful people kind of start have that morning ritual and gratitude. Meditation's really an awesome one. Meditation studio is probably my favorite because you can choose if it's a couple minutes, if your mind wanders, um, like everyone's, um, it brings you back into it. And you can choose it to be four minutes long or like 30 minutes long. So sleep definitely is so important. And, but I don't know, I challenge you for two weeks to meditate, even if it's four minutes, meditation studio, and writing down what you're grateful for that day. And I, I really believe if you can get your mind right, the rest follows. Um, it's a mind game. It's 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 setting your intention, setting your goals, and manifesting. I really believe that's what can, you know, float your boat or sink your ship. Yeah. Um. So that's my that's my challenge to you. Okay, and I can do that. And for everybody everybody else listening, y'all need to do that as well. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start that tomorrow morning. I'm gonna start it tomorrow. I love it. I'm gonna yep. check in on you. Okay, you yeah. got my number, so I do. Yeah. They call me. They call me the Velvet Hammer. They <laughs> why? <laughs> I am gentle in my approach when I talk to people. I don't believe in, you know, you didn't do this. You're gonna fail at that, you know. But I, I am gentle in my approach, but I'm persistent. So if I need to kind of reach out and be like, hey, how are you doing? Just checking in. Okay, didn't get it done. That's all right. Let's try it again tomorrow. You know, so it's, I'll check in on you. So okay. yeah. all right. what did well, you like, think of, what did you think of when you heard the, the, um, the velvet hammer? Well, that's actually, <laughs> that's actually what I was getting ready to tell you. And I'm actually going to, I'm going to, I'm going to end the podcast with this story. Please so, do. I like so, it. <laughs> a little bit of a long story, but, um, okay. so Richard, Courtney's dad uh-huh. ended up uh, giving me the nickname, the hammer. And I was like, at first when it, when it started, I was like, okay. what is happening right now? So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, her, her cousins, I don't know if you ever met her cousins or not, um, Daniel and Chris, but they were telling her, their mom, Hey, they call Sean the hammer. He used to be a a Chippendale. And I, and I was like, but they didn't, they didn't tell me this. They didn't tell me this at all. And so the the day that I met, the, the day that I met, um, their, their mom, she came up to me uh-huh. and was like, Hey, Hey, I'm so-and-so. And, um, you know, why did they call you the hammer? And I was, I was so confused. I'm like, what? And I thought she was messing with me. She's like, yeah, I heard yeah. you were a chip. I heard you were a Chippendale. And I'm like, I got just look around at everyone. And I'm like, what is happening right now? But long, <laughs> long story short, Courtney's dad gave me the nickname, the hammer. I'll let you okay. use your imagination as far as why that's a thing. Oh, it's, it was very awkward at first. And I was like, damn, Richard, what the hell? So, that is kind of awkward. Oh. I know. I was like, damn. Okay. But anyways, that's all I got for now. I until ne- love until, it. <laughs> until next time, y'all. Until Peace. next time. Take care. <laughs> Bye.